0: Hello listeners, you are tuning in to the psychology of dating podcast. My name is Nadine Newkirk and I am a clinical psychologist and a dating coach. In today's episode I want to share with you information on three different ways that you can motivate yourself in dating because we know that this can be it can be a journey. And we don't know sometimes whether it's going to take a month, whether it's going to take three years, that we want to be in it for the long run, a marathon, not a sprint. Um, if you haven't seen that episode, you might want to tune into that one. Um, but we need for that long haul, we need some things to help us keep going because we can't just have an unlimited store of willpower that that will only get you so far eventually you'll get exhausted or fatigued or, you know, you might have doubt thoughts and then that might lead you to stall or kind of give up or, you know, pause dating for the next several months. And what we want to do is to have some things that help motivate you to keep that consistency in dating. So what are the three different ways that you can be motivated? The first one is through cortisol and adrenaline, through fear. So, you know, fear is a driving emotion that gets us to do things. If you are afraid of, say, you really want kids and you're worried about your biological clock, so fear might drive you. You might have lots of kind of worry thoughts around, what if I don't find someone in time? What if I can't have a kid? This is my dream. Um, what if there's not enough people out there? And that gets you to swipe, swipe, swipe on the ads because you're having that release of cortisol and adrenaline. And, you know, fear makes us want to do something. Sometimes we don't even know what it is, but we're just kind of reaching out for anything in dating to try and make it happen. So this can be one way to motivate us, but it's really not the most kind of effective place to be in, because one, cortisol is a short-term thing. It actually does things like affects our sleep, it affects our digestion, our immune response and, you know, changes our thinking to more worst case threat based. So we want to be helping our nervous system if we're in this dating process for the long haul, we want to have something which helps us feel more calm and consistent over the long haul rather than short burst of energy and then we're inevitably going to crash And that's where you might have those swings between feeling really anxious in dating and then just oh, low, hopeless, flat, can't be bothered to go on any dates. And people might find that they yo-yo between those two. So what is the second way that we can be motivated? That is through dopamine. (laughs) So this is the reward pathway of the brain. If we think about when you eat chocolate, that can release dopamine. When you do something novel, like you travel or see somewhere new, that can release dopamine. So we want to hijack this pathway of the brain to help us be motivated. But the key is we want to set up rewards, but we want to give them to ourselves after we've done the hard thing. If we just say, okay, I really want to practice being assertive and speaking up, you know, how I truly feel and think in dating because I'm, you know, people pleasing kind of is an automatic reflex. You might be tempted to be like, okay, well, I'm going to go on this date and it's going to be really hard. So I'm just going to go for a massage now, watch TV, eat that chocolate, do all those things. And then I'll, you know, feel like going on the date. But the problem is we're not having that. It's like you're dangling a carrot at the end of the stick if you're sitting on a, you know, in the olden days they'd sit on a donkey (laughs) and to get the donkey to walk up the hill it would be kind of walking towards the carrot and that would be motivating it that's ahead of it. So it doesn't work to get a spike in dopamine before we've done the hard thing because then we're not motivated to do the hard thing anymore. So an alternative will be thinking of, okay, what are some small, medium and large rewards that I can put in place for myself through my dating journey. So for example, small rewards might be if I go on the app at least once a day for 20 minutes, then I'm going to reward myself with my favorite TV show half an hour afterwards, or I'm going to make a cup of peppermint tea and drink that whilst I'm doing the swiping. So I'm getting that simultaneously. Um, you might have more medium-term rewards. So, okay, I want to practice telling this person I'm dating that I don't like. Um, maybe they've been saying some jokes which just really aren't landing well for you. And to speak up about that, it can take some courage. You might feel a little bit anxious. So we want to reward yourself afterwards for bringing it up. So maybe you plan to bring it up with that person the next time you see them you kind of rehearse what you'll say, and then you book yourself a massage for directly after that meeting. So you give yourself the reward afterwards. Or you can plan some longer term rewards. So really thinking about, you know, it can take, it can take a while, it can take a year, two years longer to work through different dating processes, learn new skills, building and growing all the way alongside it. And, you know, you might dip in and out of relationships or casual ones or you know, going on the apps and dating, and you want some motivation for that whole experience. So maybe you book yourself a holiday. Maybe you book a weekend away with friends. What can you do that will help, you know, your brain know that I've got something fun planned in the future and help you do hard things and then also release that dopamine to motivate you? Okay, so what's the third way that we can be motivated? This is through oxytocin. So you might have heard on other episodes I talked about this. So this is um, a hormone that can help you feel safe and connected with other people. Um, I think about it like the slow burn, longer restorative kind of hormone. Um, if we're releasing oxytocin, then we've got, you know, good rest. We can sleep well. We can be more in the moment. Um just generally kind of think more flexibly and creatively. And if you think about, you know, what we're needing in a dating experience, we're needing that flexible thinking. We're wanting our nervous system to feel calmer so we can really problem solve situations or, you know, stay on track with our values. So how can we help our body be releasing more oxytocin? And I'm going to come back to this so many times, base self-care Thinking about, you know, have you slept well? Have you eaten well lately? Drunk water? Have you done a bit of movement for your body? Have you seen friends or connected socially? And, you know, engaging in things in life where you get a sense of meaning, achievement, enjoyment, all those things can help your body release more oxytocin and can help motivate you throughout dating. Okay, I hope that gives you some information which you could apply, even if it's just one small thing that you can kind of pre-jig in your dating. Every little 5% strategy counts. Hope you have a lovely day or night wherever you are. Speak with you next time.